stiff arms of crap after <laughs> Draco match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through off the line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition, the 17th edition? Yes, the 17th edition of Blue Splits. Uh, today I have 35 plays of LeMichael P. Ryan, um, the Jets' fourth-round pick, um, running back from Florida. Next show will be Bryce Hall with Marcus Coleman. It took me a little bit to get that film. Uh, Marcus uh, ended up getting it for me. I'm not saying from who, but he got it for me. Uh, we have 37 plays of him, I believe, all 22 angles. Um, not a lot of close-ups, so some of it is pretty far away, but definitely good uh, view of Hall instead of watching the the highlights on YouTube where it's like four-minute video with three minutes of them being tackles. And if it is a pass deflection, you don't necessarily see how he got to that pass deflection. So um, you have all 22 angles of that, which is pretty exciting. Um, an exciting player. So he'll be next week. And then after that, um, we'll see who's going to be. The only three draft guys I ha- have left after P. Ryan and Hall is Becton, Morgan, and um, Clark and both Morgan and Clark have two or three games on YouTube. Um, I'm going to search from the all 22 I have. I'm not sure if any of the uh, of the defenses I have intersect with Charlotte or or FIU. Um, I doubt it, but I'll, I'll look and see. And then after that, I'm going to look into guys like Guidry, Jackson, Huff, Campbell, and Cager and see how much I could find on them. If I can't find a ton on them. Maybe I won't do a review if I can. Maybe a short review, you know, 15, 20 plays of, of the undrafted guys. I don't want to spend two hours on a guy who might not make the team like Lamar Jackson. Um, but we'll see about that. Other than that, uh, the normal housekeeping, JarB31 on Twitter. I've been a little bit not as active as I was the last couple of weeks just because I worked like seven of the last eight days and working midnights. And uh, even like yesterday, work midnight's usually going to bed at 9 o'clock in the morning, waking up at like 3. Yesterday, I go to bed at 3.30, wake up at 5.30, and I'm like wired. So I didn't want to do a show on two hours of sleep. Even even today, it's not a lot, but got to get a show out. So um, I haven't been as active, but I have 37 plays prepped of Hall. Um, I have about 30 plays of Beckton, I believe, a lot of them being all 22-angle pass sets. A lot of the run stuff is is in my old show. So if you go back, uh, Blue It Splits, and, and watch that, that's a lot of the the, the, the running and um, his strengths and weaknesses listed there. I just wanted to update people on the pass sets and the stuff I found from the all 22 I was um, afforded with. So that will be about 30 plays as well. Um, jetsxfactor.com you have my film there you have some of Sabo's art, uh, articles you have Nania and all of his numbers he did a film show with uh, he did a film show with Tom Hennessy or Hennessy uh, about long snapping and special teams which is interesting if you're interested in that uh, did a show with Huff the uh, outside linebacker from Memphis um, so that's pretty interesting as well on, on, you know, on this channel that you'll be watching this so I'm sure you already saw it but um, Bryce Huff is a guy who I think he was given the most of the guaranteed money of the undrafted guys. So a guy with some legit, uh, speed and burst and twitch off the edge. So he's, he's probably has the best shot of all the undrafted guys to make it. They did a show with him, uh, him breaking down his own film. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. Um, jets, jets, jet X shop is a store. Um, McGovern t-shirt, GM Joe Douglas t-shirt, Jamal Adams, Sam Darnold t-shirt, 
uh, Captain Morgan t-shirt, Becton t-shirt, uh, Connor McGovern t-shirt. Uh, not wearing one today. I think I have like four or five shirts. Um, today is the, the Le'Veon Bell. Um, since we are watching a running back and he'll be backing up Le'Veon Bell, I, I figured that it fits. So I always try to tie a jersey into it. Uh, I think I'm going to stop buying jerseys, to be completely honest. Uh, they, they go away too quick. Like, am I going to ever wear this after Le'Veon Bell most likely lose next year? Probably not. Uh, maybe once I get my, my permanent man cave, um, I'll be hanging up all my jerseys, the ones I'm not going to wear anymore. But I feel like Le'Veon Bell is a good one to have. But um, I think that's about it for the, for the housekeeping type stuff. Um, there could be more. I'm just forgetting it. But to get into LaMichael Piron and his strengths and weaknesses, um, some of his, I guess, his height, weight stuff, uh, 5'11", 216, 4'6", 40-yard dash, 22 bench reps, which is pretty strong for running back, um, I believe, 35-inch for 118-inch broad. So he's a decent athlete. Um, four six two. I, I think that's a little bit slower than his playing speed. I, I don't think he's a burner. I, I do think he has decent speed, and a lot of people are hung up on you know a player and, and P Ryan who necessarily doesn't excel at one thing, but is, is an all around guy, but doesn't have great explosion. Listen, the, the NFL is is mostly a split back league. We're gonna have two guys, and I think he's a, a starter in, in or a potential starter in that role. Um, where you have him and maybe you have a guy who's more explosive, like a Coleman or who, whoever in the league you want to say is that more explosive guy, Breda, um, one of those guys. So I, I think he'll be like a 1A, 1B going forward. Not this year, obviously, when you have Le'Veon Bell um, running behind a better offensive line. I, I think he'll excel. Um, they'll most likely get rid of him next year, even though I think if he does excel this year, I think it might might be worth even keeping him. You have Gore, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure – Le'Veon Bell, I mean, uh, Michael Piran is not going to get a ton of carries, but um, I would like to see him be the number two. But if not, he's a fourth-round pick who's going to be learning behind Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore. So um, I think he has a lot of traits that that could be um, kind of – or that are consistent with a 1A, 1B type guy. Uh, I don't get too hung up on speed with, with running backs. Like, yeah, you know, there's plenty of guys with speed. You know, Trenton Cannon who don't really make it. Um, now I don't think he's ever going to be an Ezekiel Elliott or a Derrick Henry with his with his raw power or, you know, whoever else you want to talk about, you know, Barkley or Bell or whoever. Um, even though Bell is really just an all-around guy too, he's not really a burner, but he's extremely powerful and he can make extremely quick cuts for how big, he's, big he is. And that's why he's so good, you know, plus his patience. So um, I don't think – P. Ryan will be one of those guys, but you know, talking about just a guy on the Jets team uh, who is obviously not his former self at being what 37, 38 years old now, and, and Frank Gore. But what does Frank Gore really excel at? Where did Frank Gore really excel at? Excel at in his early career, which made him so good and a potential Hall of Fame guy. Um, well, it's really his his longevity over his career, not necessarily just one year. But uh, he wasn't necessarily a guy who was extremely explosive or extremely powerful. He was just a really good, smart running back, which uh, Frank Gore, like I said, might be a Hall of Famer. And I'm obviously not comparing P. Ryan to, to Gore, um, but just in terms of their their kind of good at everything but excel at nothing um, or overly excel at one trait, it doesn't mean that Michael Piran can't be a really good running back. I don't, I don't think that's true for, for running backs necessarily. I look at guys at running back, like I said, with Gore. Or, you know, there's, there's wide receivers out there who aren't necessarily a, a stellar athlete but are really, really good. Like Michael Thomas, like he has size, but he's, he's like a 4-5 or five guy. Or Keenan Allen is a 4-5 or five guy, you know. So uh, I would get too hung up on, on, on numbers. I don't, I don't you know, really care too much about numbers. But 
uh, going into his, his strengths and weaknesses. Um, contact balance, and this is his strengths first, contact balance, vision, churns forward, uh, churns, falls forward for extra yardage, uh, knows mostly when to concede rush, drop pads, and fight for extra yards, set up, uh, sets up blocks well, uh, patient in backfield, let, letting blocks develop, solid route runner, good hands, manipulates defenders, leading to cleaner uh, lanes or blocks for teammates, power in lower half, quick to burst through open gaps, doesn't dance around in backfield, enjoys contact, smooth runner in terms of carrying speed through changes and angles, which I like, um, solid acceleration, willing pass protection, or willing pass protector. Sorry, like I said, I'm a little bit uh, a little bit gassed right now, but we're going to get through this. Um, weaknesses, short area, change of direction, burst, uh, one-cut runner, not always a bad, and I put that in parentheses, not always a bad thing. Doesn't force a ton of a ton of misses with wiggle. Uh, would like to see him short and stride while in backfield at times. Lateral burst. Um, can get caught running high, limiting quick change direction, stopping abilities. Sudden cuts versus quick penetration could be a little bit of an issue. Um, not often, but have seen some examples of him of him conceding rush too early with lanes open. Change direction is average. Pass protection needs work with technical sides of blocking, which I'll show a little bit, not too much. Um, overall explosion, top end speed is lacking. Um, but then I put in parentheses again, like I just spoke about, which I even remember I put on here is overrated overall for running backs, in my opinion. Um, so let's get into some of his film. I just going to give me a second to pull it up. Like I said, 35-ish plays. Nope, 35 plays. Um, the first play too that I'm going to bring up is not necessarily how I necessarily wanted to start the the review uh, with a pass block, but or is it a pass block? I don't, actually don't think it's a pass block. He might pick a lead blocker right here. Yes, yeah, so they're uh, QB power, and it's it's something that I just I, I wanted to mention. It showed up really early in the film um, where they're playing what Miami right here. Um, so it's not something I just wanted to necessarily just skip over. Uh, but I do like that he's a willing pass, uh, a willing run blocker and a pass blocker. You, you, I saw him sometimes at Florida being a lead blocker on a power, um, on whatever play it might have been. Um, but mostly it's on like power QB runs type deal type, uh, type deals, and he is a willing blocker in that sense. So I think if you do have you know, you know, split running backs with him and him and uh, Gore, him and. Uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, he could definitely be a lead blocker and he's a willing, he's definitely a willing blocker and he will drop his shoulder into guys, as you see right here. Um, does a good job, uh, obviously dropping his shoulder, um, staying on the upfield shoulder and letting the quarterback get outside and getting low um, and, and pops that linebacker. He stands up the linebacker, which is good. I, the quarterback just falls forward for a yard because it's fourth and one right here and he picks up that yard. So nothing, nothing crazy there. It's just something that showed up really early in the review. So I wanted to show that. Let's see the next play. Matt TH good read. All right. I don't know what I mean by that. All right. So, You have zone on the front, uh, fr the front side. You have the the pin and fold right here, pin and fold um, on the back side. P Ryan's take. He's going to the mesh point. He's out. He's reading the D end, and his eyes are going to flash into the uh, one tech right there, the A gap. He sees that the A gap uh, got you know defensive uh, tackle is is penetrating hard. Eyes flash inside. Now this is the one thing where I talk about like his quick change of direction. Like there's there's running backs out there who who would be able to drop even a yard or two before this, where they're, they're going to take the handoff and drop right here, and you can see how he, hop, he has to hop forward a little bit, and you can see it. You can see his right leg right here it buckles, and then he, he's forced to take like an extra 
step, like right. So you you if you if you had a really great change of direction, he would stop even right here and then explode back inside. Like there's those running backs who can do this. Nick Chubb, um, even Le'Veon Bell, all, all the top, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, Barkley, those guys can do this. Um, like I said, with him, he doesn't have necessarily the, the quickest change of direction, the quickest stopping ability. So here you can see he hops into that. His leg buckles. He ends up uh, he ends up bumping legs with his um, with his uh, the, the center. I'm not sure if the center steps on his t- on his foot right here. I always want to be fair with that stuff. If I see it, uh, I will call it because there's a lot of guys who will be out there and they'll put up highlight plays on on Twitter of a guy getting trucked over, and it's like, okay, well, he got trucked over, but he also tripped over his offensive like his other offensive lineman's legs. So is that really how how great is that for the defensive lineman? Same thing with the running backs. I want to be fair. If I do see uh, step or his his feet getting stepped on here, I'm not sure, but that's 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 irregardless. It's still a play where I would like to see him. Um, whether it be shorten his stride right here before he takes the handoff as he sees the, the, the A-gap penetration, or just, like I said, with that natural cutting ability. But you see how he really hops forward right there an extra yard yard or two, and still his legs buckle, and he's not able to get inside. Or, I mean, not able to get inside cleanly, so he does get the handoff and he does get inside. Um, but he could have done it more more cleanly. So, yeah, it's a good read. I, I, I like that he his his eyes are proper with his reads going from the outside to the inside. He sees the penetration, drops the hips and, and gets inside, but you'd like to see it be a little bit more clean. So um good vision after that though. He he reads the blocks. He sees that obviously uh number fifty three is gonna try to scrape over top right here. He's gonna try to get underneath that and outside. Uh he does get underneath it, but you have um the the edge defender right here who who cleans it up. But I'll I'll play it in full speed again. This is some of the, the the lack of change of direction, but overall a good play. You can see how he's he's going to continue turning for more yards. He breaks that tackle, um, and he always always fights for for extra yardage, which you definitely like in, in a running back. That's something that uh, underrated, but Blau Powell was really good at doing that, really falling forward for for an extra yard or two throughout his his career. Frank Gore is good at doing that. Le'Veon Bell, I'm just, honestly, there's a lot of running backs who are good at that, but it is a need. That, or a trait that I look for. There's guys who will go down pretty much immediately. Uh, McGuire, you know, there's a, there's a reason he's not in the Jets anymore. Even though I thought he was a little bit um, overlooked by Jets fans, in my opinion, Elijah McGuire. I, I thought he was decent, but just like Le'Veon Bell running behind a really bad offensive line, he didn't succeed. So Elijah McGuire, who's about a sixth round pick, I, I didn't see him succeeding much with the Jets because of the offensive line. There's some stuff that he could have obviously done better, but. I don't want to get into a lot, a lot an Elijah Maguire tangent, but um, people just thought he was garbage, which he which he wasn't. Okay, so this is this is similar as last time. Um, another, you have, you have inside zone right here. Um, looks like he's reading the the email first as he's taking the handoffs. Eyes flash inside again, uh, and the right guard gets gets backdoored. Um, I don't think he was expecting to get backdoored. This is why you don't want to see big steps of offensive linemen um, within that contact window. I really don't like big stepping offensive linemen. It could be how it's coached. It could be whatever, but I don't like it. Um, I really want to see in in this scenario. I like to see him instead of taking like that zero step right there, just work up field right right through him and just split this leg into him. So at least uh, you'd be able to get contact. But I like that that zero step and a lot of load up into that punch. But again, we're not doing right guards right now. But not a good block for the from the right guard. He gets backdoored. Um, 
You have P. Ryan who sees it. He is able to drop his hips better, a little bit better this time. But again, you can see like some of that, some of that dead time right there to get out of that cut. Um, he's not bad at getting out of cuts, but he's just not great at it. So um, he is able to to read it, um, get back inside and jump through it, which I like. So he breaks that tackle, comes forward for extra yards, drops his shoulder right there. And it looks like he – and the, the good thing about this play too is – and I'm really just running through these, through these plays as I, as I watch it um, with you guys. Another thing I like right here is that he's going to cover his, his, the, the ball with both arms. And he sticks his forearm out right there. Um, and he ends up breaking that tackle. Or no, he doesn't break that tackle. Sorry. So he does, he does, he does stick the forearm out there um, while he does churn forward for extra yardage. But uh, when, you're, when you're pumping out your forearms like that, it's really acting as like a shock absorber. So if, you're, if, you're, if your arms are tightened to your body, um, your whole body is absorbing that blow where it, as if you stick your forearms out, your arms absorb that blow, and then your body absorbs less of it, and you're usually able to run forward for, for more yardage. So that's where you'll see a lot of running backs in that contact window throw a forearm out there because it acts as a shock absorber. Um, so good play by him there. I'll play it in, I'll play it in full speed. Again, you see some of the lack of change of direction, but that's still a pretty good play. Like to, to take that handoff as quick as he does drop his weight and hop inside um, for what could have been easily a two yard loss right here. He makes it what a, a two, three yard gain. So, so good play by, by Pete and Ryan right there to, to, uh, to make that play. So um, let's see what this play is. Lack of athleticism duo. I put lack of athleticism with a question mark, so I'll have to watch this. Again, this is what I see when I – okay, yeah. So, like, plays like this, it's where some of it shows up, where they're, where they're running this duo, where the, the, uh, everybody's going to block down, he's, and he's going to go to that, that, uh, that, play, that play side. Again, takes the handoff. You would like to see more, more – expo- so, I, I like that his right foot right here is, is opening up. You, you want to see – the foot of the direction you want to go and open up to allow your hips to get through. Um, when guys have straight feet and they're trying to work past that, that foot, it's, it's not very pretty. Um, so he does do a good job of opening his feet. Maybe his base gets a little bit too wide right here. You can see that this leg is really extended, so he's not going to create a lot of force off of that foot. So I like to see that foot be a little bit more under his frame, but he hops outside of that quick penetration, um, with a tight end trust like you know seal him to the outside kick him out whatever you want to call it and he and he tries to hop outside which he does he gets outside of him but at the same time he doesn't maintain his balance so you'd like to see him maintain his balance right here um with a little bit better of of uh, a footwork to get to the outside right there in terms of like i said that that foot being really far outside of his frame so it's going to be hard for him to really work those strips through because you're not creating a lot of explosions. So he gets outside. He's just not able to maintain his balance, which if he was, uh, maybe he can, you know, he can cut up field right here through this gap and, and get a few extra yards, but he's not able to. But again, it's a play where because of the quick penetration could have easily been a run stuff, you know, yard loss, no gain that he turns into, um, you know, a two, three yard gain. So, it's it's still a good play, um, and he's a guy who's ready. He's ready. He, he looks like he's ready right off the bat. I don't think he's a guy who's in a ton of development. Uh, even his pass protection, like he is, he is good in pass protection in terms of I, I think I being the guy he, he the guys he needs to block. He just has to work on his technique a little bit more in terms of ducking his head or hands coming wide or whatever. Um, we or I will show that relatively soon. Um, Okay, so you have a, a one-back power. 
I like the patience here. He's following his pulling guard. He's re- he's reading um, this the the defensive end right there, the, the four eye, and he's going to see. He he is evaluating the block right here, so he's going to to really read this guy. He's he's hoping he spills it right here because it's going to be hard for him to cut up field right here with this guy who's pretty much uncovered. So he sees the defensive end. Um, spilling the run where he's taking on the, the the inside shoulder with his inside shoulder so he's spilling he wants to get outside he wants to get outside um and he he reads that gets his hand on the back is patient sees the 97 outside cuts upfield and then again like i said falling forward for extra yards so he's contacted right here at the let's call it the 46 Even even if you want to be not as giving, you want to call it the forty-seven. He gets an extra three yards by following forward right there, and he really works for extra yards. Now, you definitely want to see be careful with putting his arm down like that because that 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 could lead to broken elbows, or, you know, broken uh, wrists, broken elbows. It can lead to some shoulder issues. So you do want to be careful um, stopping that much force going down on the hand like that. But uh, he's he's young enough; he hasn't had any issues with his wrist or anything like that. I don't think, but. Falls forward, extra three yards, so good job right there from P. Ryan reading that block, staying patient, working forward for extra yardage. All right, play number six. Um, he's going to come out of the backfield on this like angle route. I'm not sure if it was an option or if it was meant to be an angle route because of the, the way it was designed with – it's almost like a drag and follow. This is like, this is like a levels concept right here um, where you're going to obviously – have him and the the was it the tight end right here on the deeper slant um short post whatever you want to call it working at different levels so if this if this linebacker is to jump underneath you can go over top if he jumps over top he goes underneath so it looks like it was designed to to be like this um the the linebacker is stuck in he, he's not he's definitely not in a good position right here um he definitely hops too far outside I don't know if it was like first in, first out with that safety right there. I'm not sure exactly what it was. I'll listen to the rest of the defense to to evaluate that. But looks like he might have been man outside of uh, man on P Ryan. He just hopped outside. Um, P Ryan is able to get underneath on the angle. Again, nothing too special right here. Catches the ball. The only thing I would criticize right here is him not looking in the ball. Even though he does catch it, you can see how his eyes flash a field before he catches that ball. You really want to look that ball in. Again, that's what leads to a lot of drops. Not from him. He he, he does have solid hands for sure. But um, if there is one criticism of this play, it's it's that, that he's not looking the ball and he's able to tuck it and uh, truck forward for for the touchdown. Um, decent route. It, there's really not much he needs to do here with the with the linebacker widening out that much. So it's not like a really sharp break or he doesn't square up the guy and and give him any footwork at the at the route break. Um, it's pretty he's pretty clean off of that, but. Again, look to see him looking the ball, but I'm just showing some of his uh, route running ability. Touchdown right there, solid counter OF. That's a different look. Yeah, so counter counter OF. I'm not sure who he's reading right here. Out of the out of it, it was a chase on and eight. I don't know who eight is. I'm not good with numbers sometimes, especially if I don't look at them before, but like in terms of like evaluate these guys. So I like that he's staying patient right here. His, his eyes are reading what they should. 
and he's, and he's staying patient enough to, to read the box. You could see how he sees that both of his pullers are going to see have inside leverage. These guys are outside, and if they don't get inside of the – if the pullers don't get inside of them, um, that's the issue because that's how the blocks are setting up. So good job staying patient, reading the leverage of the backers right here, getting his hips on – getting his hand onto the hip of the um, of the pulling tight end right there onto the Mike backer. So he kind of forces his tight end into the backer right there, which is nice. Gets contact from the D. I don't know who that is on the inside, but he's a big he's a big fella, number seventy two. Gets contacted there. I like that when he's coming into contact with multiple guys, you can see his hand go on 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 the ball with both arms, which is a positive, and falls forward. So it's this, this play is really about patience and 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 reading the the mic. Um, right here in the, in the email, the, the edge defender. And you can see that he's pretty patient and sees the block setting up, gets his hand on, accelerate, uh, accelerates forward. Again, I think his acceleration is actually pretty decent right here too. Like he, he, had, he might not have top end speed, but his acceleration through holes is definitely pretty good. Um, so I, I like that play from, from P. Ron right there. One back power slips tackle. All right. It's going to be the left side. Yep. All right. So... Good chunk of yards right there, obviously. So he's, there's not, there's really not much he could do here um, in terms of, of of making more yardage, like initially because one back power. This the DN does a good job right here, sucking up two blocks and not really creating a lot of movement because ideally these guys want to block up to the back side right here because this this backer should be getting contacted by the by the one back uh the the puller right here so you want 67 versus the uh number six you want him to kick out uh number three right there and you want these two guys to to work to the backside um linebacker the the loose linebacker as as some would say um right here so they're not able to uh, you see 61 try to come off of that and, and block up to him so these he has outside leverage he's gonna have outside leverage as as he, as he squeezes the run right here um that linebacker which is opening up number eight so there's not much p ryan could do right here so he's, he is going to con con uh, concede the rush right here and he just drops his shoulder good job getting low right here covering again uh, come into contact two arms on the ball ball security is very very important you see a lot of running backs lose their jobs because they're not able to um hold on to the ball so good job right there you see some of the power working through that tackle and he thinks the, ru the rush is gonna be pretty much over right here nobody ends up getting con uh, contact onto him after number eight right there or good contact onto him his eyes flash um well he breaks the tackle and he's pretty this is pretty much okay instincts um where the hell am i gonna go right here turns up field as quick as he can High knees it through another tackle and gets outside. So, I'll, oops, sorry. I, I'm trying to be uh, courteous of the quick rewinds and stuff like that, but um, it, we do have to watch the play. So, I, when I do it quickly, I should warn you because people have complained about that before, but it is what it is. So, good job right here. Ball security working through an arm tackle, hops through another tackle, gets outside, breaks another uh, tackle with that, with that high knee. Um, and again, a rush that could easily have been, let's see, one, two, maybe three yards. He turns into what, five, 10, 
15, about 20 yards. So good job right there on that, on that one back power right there from, from Perrine. P Ryan, Perrine. I, I think, I think it's P Ryan. Um, and I should say P Ryan, cause I, th- I think that's how his brother's name or his cousin's name is uh, pronounced, but uh, so I'm gonna call him P Ryan. Um, all right. He's in the top right here. This is just an example of his, like, of his hands. It's not necessarily the, the craziest break or anything like that. They, they, they clear out um, the underneath right there with that, the slot fade or vertical route from number 84. So I'm not sure exactly what the defense was here, but 24 and three were not, they didn't have good communication. Uh, they didn't pass it off correctly because P Ron is absolutely wide open underneath, but the quarterback throws it behind him. So the quarterback throws it behind him. He has to reach back for the ball. His hands look like they're in decent position. He, he, he does catch, catch the middle of the ball. So you'll see his hands a little bit tighter. I'm not going to kill him for that. He's not a receiver. Um, and it is thrown behind him. So good job catching it behind him. Now you have number eight right here who comes in and, a, and throws a big shot to him. And he's able to um, bring the ball in for, for that first down. I think it's a first down reception on, on second and 10. So uh, good job by him taking that blow. Um, there's a lot of running backs who will catch this ball and, and drop this because of that hit. So I, I like his the, the fearlessness to go over the middle, um, reach back for a ball that is, uh, that is behind him. There's a lot of guys here who might see this linebacker and kind of chicken arm this and, and throw one arm back, but lower their shoulder to, to, to absorb that blow. Um, but he does give his body up right here where he's going back with, with two arms, really opening up that, those ribs if you were to get over here quicker um, and then absorb the blow. Um, and still hold on to the ball. So I, I, I like that catch from, from uh, P. Ryan. All right, next play. Um, another duo. Uh, Florida did run a lot of duo, a lot of power, um, a lot of counter. They did run some zone, but I would say they're, they're duo-heavy um, type team mostly from, from what I watched. At least the plays I record is a lot of duo-heavy uh, type stuff. All right, yeah. So you have like a you have like another could be eh, no. I'll call I'll call I would call it duo with this guy being like a like a sifter, um, an alley blocker, and takes a handoff, quick penetration again from um, the four eye right here. So good job by the four eye disrupting this play. Uh, P Ryan sees that. Again, now could he have noticed this a little bit sooner and shortened his stride a little bit before the before the mesh point here? Yes, I, I think so, um, in my opinion, because you can see how he takes the handoff at whatever yard marker marker this is. Let's say, uh, well, it's the the fourteen yard line, and then he hops forward all the way to the twelve to cut outside. So there are more sudden breaks than that. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of sinking and getting outside of this that I've seen from other running backs. Again, it's not bad. It's just not the most sudden cut I've ever seen. But he's able to drop his hips. You can see he does a good job. Outside foot, opening up outside. Again, you can't it's gonna be hard to work over a toe that's pointed inside. You can't really get your hips to open. It's just it's just mechanics of the body. So good job opening up the the hips right there. The the right foot is not so far out outside of the frame. Um, hops outside of that. Throws a stiff arm, breaks an arm tackle, 
And then he sees that this, this linebacker right here is going to be coming hard over the top. So he cuts inside of him. So good job right there. Just, just being a baller and, and reading, reading leverage, reading, uh, reading angles. It's really important for running back. And then chase chase on is able to just hop outside right here, which is super odd, but he sees that in, in, in his peripheral vision, lowers his shoulder again, throws out the forearm shock absorber right there. Trucks through him and falls forward for, you know, almost like the six yard line. So gets to the six yard line on what could have been uh, with a running back with bad vision. Um, if he, or, or with bad instincts, if he sees this penetration and maybe tries to just, just cut it up, up here to the B gap. Uh, I think it was the B gap right into six and just concede the Russian and, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, maybe a yard or two, he is able to, to read his blocks um, and be aware that this side may be open because you have this this sifter, the the alley blocker, and whatever he was designed to do right here. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it an alley block because this guy's on the the DN, so I'd call it more of like a sift. And good job right there, breaking that arm tackle again. Pretty solid play. There's nothing that's super explosive about this player, but I don't think it's super necessary to be super explosive. Obviously, you want explosiveness um from a guy and and being able to cut quickly and top end speed is good but i don't think it's required to be a a good running back again i don't think he's going to be barkley or any one of these guys a top play guys but there's plenty of there are plenty of 1a 1b guys who who have his type of skill set so he's a safe he's a safe guy um i understand that some guys wanted it was named mcfarlane or one of these guys who are more explosive but if they think this guy's the best running back for their system, for more of an inside zone type system, um, a guy who could read blocks, read leverages, read hats, and get through holes and be a safe player. Uh, I'm fine with this pick. I, I, I like I like Pirine more than other people do. Um, I think people just look like look at the the combine scores and things like that, and just oh, I don't I don't want this guy, which I think is crazy. He he's a pretty solid running back. Um, so another another duo right here uh, with the same thing with that with that sifter, the alley blocker. Uh, more of a more of an alley block in in this scenario, um, even though it, it might not necessarily might have been designed that way, they might have been expecting this linebacker right here to to sit down and and he would have kicked him out um, as as eighty four works back to number eight right there. Um, but the he 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 you know came inside with the tight ends, so um, you can call it a, a he does sift underneath, but call it whatever you want. So another duo takes the ball. The, the the run is designed to be able to cut back like this with all these with all these down blocks. They see fifty six do a better job right here. Again, you want to work outfield then in more than just work laterally, especially with this guy being able to scrape over top, and you're going to see that. So I like see fifty six do a better job right here, the backside uh, tackle. But story for a different day. So he cuts back, reads the leverage of the blocks, gets outside. He has inside leverage on number three, whoever the, I think it's number, no, number eight, sorry, sees the inside leverage of him. He does a good job setting up his blocker here too. You see, the, the good thing I like about this is he knows he's going to cut inside right here, in my opinion, and he doesn't press inside quickly. If he presses inside quickly, what is this linebacker going to do? The linebacker is going to fight to get over the top, and now you have this guy filling inside and, and number three outside right here. So good job of him widening out that, that rusher right there, the uh, – the, the, the linebacker, whoever he is, yeah, the, the, the linebacker. So he widens out that linebacker 
and then cuts inside. So I, I do like that he sets up his block right there. That's for sure what he's doing right here. Wants to wide him to get inside. So really, really good job right there. Fights through, uh, through a one-arm tackle. Falls forward for an extra two or so yards. So good job by P. Ryan. Red zone. Yeah, this is a weird play. Um, so you have the, the – it's like a flat seven. This guy's going to run a seven. He's going to run to the flat. I'm not sure if he – if it was designed for him to – to break it um, flatter along the goal line if he was told to set it down. Um, but they end up – obviously, you don't want two guys in this small of a space together. Um, so I'm not sure exactly why this, why this happens. I'm not sure. It, it looks to me like P. Ryan sees number eight carry the tight end, and he's just going to sit it down. And if, if, the, if number five was able to, to put it on not such a high trajectory right here and such like a lollipop, it would have hit him right in the chest and eight has his hips open. So he's just going to sit it down. Um, it looks, it looks like he just adjusts to the, to the play right here where he sees nothing out there and he's just going to sit it down. Um, but obviously because the ball is such a high trajectory, um, he has to, to try to high point it um, and make a contested catch. So the ball gets tipped, uh, tipped up and good concentration right here to, to be able to bring the ball in and just trap it to his chest right there and, and fall to the ground. So a uh, good play right there from, from, from P run again, I think he sees the leverage of, of eight and tries to set it down, but because of the trajectory, he has to obviously track the ball. So um, good touchdown catch. All right. Another duo. It's, that's what I labeled it. Pistol set. Yep. Another duo. Okay. So let's watch. Oh, sorry. Quick rewind. Obviously, he takes the handoff, and I li I really like how he sets up his break right here. You're gonna see he obviously he he notices the the linebacker coming down at this angle right here, and he's gonna get him to go to the inside right here. You can see how he how he kind of presses the inside. He really sets up his his angle right here, which is which is good. Um, patient, obviously, waits for him to close ground. Jump cuts inside. I like the eyes. Jump cuts inside. Eyes flash outside. He sees this the, the edge crashing down. Sticks his foot in the turf. Burst up field. I like I like how also on this play he's he's expecting that 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 like that the the contact in the legs, and he's really really light on his toes right here. Um, and you're light on the toes, you're able to absorb and, and uh, kind of step out of tackles more. If you're heavy on your toes, um, they're going to contact more of, your, of your, where your power is and your base, and you're going to go down. So I, I like that he's light on his feet right here, absorbs that, and is able to fight forward for another couple of yards. So, again, it's a handoff where him getting the ball in not the most ideal position – Number 56 doesn't expect him to, to, to penetrate so hard through that. Sets up his block. It's that, 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 little, that little subtle of him moving inside right here to, to force him to go inside, to get outside, is really, really nice. It's, it's really, really small, but that's really, really nice. Patience gets inside. Jump cut. Another, breaks another leg tackle. Light on his feet. Turns forward, turns forward, turns forward. Another two extra yards because right? that because of those those legs turning right there. So I like that. 
This is a pass block. Oh, a lot of movement right there from that uh from that front where they they run this like cross this cross dog right here um, from the linebackers and then also yeah it's like a it's like a double double uh, stunt right here we have these two guys coming outside of the cross dog and then this guy from the outside looping all the way inside as well I believe and he has to fill the inside so he's blocking he's blocking um, they're sliding he's blocking inside he's filling on the inside and he takes on this linebacker. Now, with this block, you see how he ducks his head and his hands are wide. I would definitely like to see him keep his head up right here and, and shoot into the chest, not necessarily just duck his head. He does, he does absorb it, which will work. You know, if, if he's going to take that on in the NFL, it might work a little bit less. It depends on how, how, how much he's on the quarterback's toes. If he's on the quarterback's toes, he will get blasted back into the quarterback. But because he has himself some room right here, um, he, the quarterback is able to get rid of the ball. Now, um, not the best throw from the quarterback in terms of his mechanics, but sort for a different day. So I, I like to see him just keep his head up a little bit more right here. But again, he does fill and he takes on the linebacker. So that's a, it's an example of him doing what he should do, but I like to see him just block a little bit cleaner because the NFL, you start ducking your head and, and throw wide hands or a sky that's not going to be as uh, successful. So he's a good route runner. Um, overall, and I don't want to – I shouldn't maybe even put this in here because I don't want people to get the wrong opinion of, of him. This is not a good route from him on the bottom um, as he runs like this this uh, this quick hitch for many reasons. Obviously, he's not committing to his break. If it's like a – if you want to call it like a quick one-two at the top, a drop-pop, whatever people call it, you'd like to see him really commit to that stop step right there, sink his body into the step, and then explode off of the right foot which is, which is going to be upfield right here, and then work back to the ball. You can see that he's he hops into his break right here, literally hops into it, so there's no commitment at all. His eyes are already out. His body's already out, and he really drifts upfield right here. Now the quarterback, you'd like to see the quarterback put it more to the inside right here and, and short as as upfield because obviously he has this guy over top, so you'd like to see him put it shorter. So not a good throw by the quarterback um, in terms of just reading that play or, or reading the leverages, but – Overall, it's not a it's not the best route from from him. Now, even if he was supposed to work to the thirty yard line, um, and that was his that was his destination, you'd like to see him sell a little bit deeper here. Then, if if that is where he needs to get for the for the pass, then take an extra step or two upfield, and then really commit to that stop step and work back to the ball. But because look at his body language, see what I'm saying? So that body language really leads that 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 corner. Um, safety whatever he is on this play yeah it just looks like a cover too so it's probably a corner that body language is really you know telling the corner that he's looking for the ball right there so i would like to see him sell deep and and make a better break right here so i don't i don't like that route from him obviously the ball is is uh is deflected into the air so needs to do better on that one i don't want to give people the wrong impression that was just a bad play out of what overall for p ryan is a pretty good um, route runner overall uh, quarterback power right here. I don't think this might be my last example of this. Again, I'm just showing that he he will block guys, which is – but again, you see what I'm saying with the technique right here? How he's, how he's really sitting down and, and just throwing wide hands and, and ducking his helmet into him. One, ducking your helmet into guys like that is not – it's not safe. Um, that's you get neck injuries when you're when you're going to fly in your head out like that and, and it contact the top of your head and it 
you know, kind of absorbs the shock through your spine. That's how guys really hurt their necks and their disc and all that stuff. So they seem to see his head, uh, throw his head up into there. But I do like that he's attacking the 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 inside of this guy. He's not widening out too much. You're going to see a lot of running backs, you know, try to get flat square up. Um, and then this guy's going to be able to scrape over the top work inside which would blow up the, the power so I like that he's taking on you know he's he's making sure he's he's covering the inside first so good job with his angle right there but could have been a better block now he does block the guy but again could it could improve so uh quarterback works upfield and, and gets a couple of yard gain right here so um good overall in terms of like his his angles and stuff like that and being a willing blocker we just like to see him keep his head out of the block a little bit more right there all right some good and some bad um, on this play. As as he as he presses the the front side of this play, this is really an example of I would like to see him more in control of his feet right here, and a little bit lower. You can see how his, how his feet are are really like high knees and and not really under control. So I like to see him be a little bit more in control right here as he's as he's reading the blocks. Um, you could see that he, the the defensive uh, the, the nose tackle right here uncovers a little bit. And it takes him a little bit to get outside of him. So overall, on this play, shorter stride, more in control of his feet, a little bit lower, uh, I think would be good. But he is able – he obviously sees that the nose tackle uncovers, stiff arms him, now sees the defensive uh, defensive end right here, get off the block of 84, get inside with that rip, lowers his shoulder into him, his arms come. His arm comes. His right arm comes off with a stiff arm. Two hands in the ball, even though he, he initially absorbs it with uh, just that one arm. So he's not covering with two right there because of the stiff arm. But lowers his shoulder, trucks over him. Now the nose tackle's on his back. Churns, 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 churns for like what I don't know, a five yard gain or so. So no, uh, maybe six. So again, more control of his feet, a little bit lower right here instead of those big steps right there, but gets inside. Uh, stiff arms and nose tackle. Lowers his shoulder versus a, uh, versus a defensive end, trucks him over, and then carries a nose tackle on, on his back um, for a few yards. So uh, good play. Again, could clean up a little bit with some of the stuff right there, but overall um, I would give that a plus. Catch adjustment. Okay, so let's see what this is. I don't know if he's designed to 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 be blocking inside out right there and check check and release, um, but he gets outside pretty quickly. Gets outside, sits it down. He obviously sees that the quarterback is rolling out to his left side, so he adjusts right here. I like that he ch like the little the little, the awareness right here. Um, sees his running back running to the outside, knows the ball is most likely to be coming outside because because the inside pursuit checks up field to see what's, what's, what's surrounding him. Should he sit it down? Should he continue to break out to the side uh, outside? Should he cut it up field maybe a little bit, uh, get a little bit deeper um, to avoid this, this inside guy? So I like that he checks outside. The ball is floated over his head, catches the ball. Little head fake stab inside. Accelerates past uh, number 35 right there. The, the strong, it looks like a strong safety or safety. Nice run. I'm going to rewind. So let's watch this in full speed. 
Yeah, I like the I like the checkup field right here. The, the catch, the stab inside to that, um, to the safety right there. Arm tackle breaks another tackle. The little stiff arm and hop gets outside uh, for a pretty big gain right there on that on that check and release. Okay, yeah, effort. I like the effort from him right here on this uh, screen. So, ideally, you would like to see the quarterback right here on this screen put the ball lower. That's a, it's not necessarily the easiest position right here because the, the DN, the email, whatever he was, I didn't watch him before the play. The edge um, crashes in hard, so he doesn't want to get the ball deflected. Ideally, it's not high. Now, with this, did he have to jump? Maybe not. So you'd like to see him eliminate that that jump right there and, and maybe be a little bit more under control um, and just catch the ball and burst upfield. But it's kind of like in that tricky spot where should he jump, should he not jump. So he ends up jumping. Ideally, you don't see him jump. Ideally, you don't see the ball high. It is what ends up happening. Gets contacted quickly as soon as he lands on the ground, lowers his shoulder. Breaks out of that tackle. He spins out of it. Another uh, defensive lineman comes to, to, to tackle him, churns, churns, churns. So he breaks one tackle, spins out of that. Another defensive lineman's tackle, lowers his shoulder against that, continues to turn up field. Another guy comes in, lowers his shoulder versus that. Another guy comes in, lowers his shoulder versus that, and continues to turn forward for extra yards. So he gets to whatever yard marker that is. Let's see what the, where that is. Like the 37-ish. So he gets basically back to the line of scrimmage right here on what should have been a five, six-yard loss because he breaks one, two, three, four tackles and continues to turn forward for extra yards. I really like that effort. really like that power. I like that his legs are turning for sure. Um, dropping his shoulder versus guys. So he has really good contact balance. He has good power um, for, for sure. I don't think he's like a power back necessarily, but his contact balance is, is definitely good. And he could definitely break some tackles. Um, he's not Derrick Henry. But um, but he's 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 solid at all areas, and I, I'm fine with that being a, for a running back. He doesn't have great power. He doesn't have great cutting ability. He doesn't have great speed. But a do it all type guy is, is fine. Um, he's he's I think he's going to be successful in the NFL. Right here, he runs a fade versus that uh, versus the linebacker. Now I like with his stem on the top of the screen. If you're if you're you know if I went too quick right there, stems inside at him, flat versus flat footed linebacker. Breaks outside. You can see how his, I like how his arm comes up here also. That, and I, I pointed to it like you guys can see my finger. But I like that his, that his arm comes up right here just in case the, the linebacker, the safe – actually, it might be a safety right here, number 32. It's, it's hard with, with numbers in, in college football. Um, the linebacker, the safety, whatever he is, is flat-footed. He's preparing for that contact. And if his arm was to shoot right here, he's going to chop that down. So I like the preparation right there with the arm just in case there is contact tracks the ball i have the i have the different angle of this too and he makes the catch so now ideally again his hand he said his hands are super wide right here and he, and he claps the ball and instead of being that that diamond catch that we talked about a lot with mims and mims is really good at that but he's not a receiver so i'm not going to kill him for it you could see his hands be a little bit more clean right here instead of as wide as they are so that's the one criticism i would have but again stemming the i, I think he's a safety could be a linebacker again but stemming him inside right here nodding inside and then getting to the outside and having that arm up I like that route from him could have been a cleaner catch but at the same time he catches a fade in the corner of the end zone 
and he's able to keep his, his foot in bounds. So catch the ball and gets his foot in. Wouldn't have been a catch in the NFL, but that's not what he needed to do. That's, it's college. You need to get one foot in, you got one foot in. Um, and I like that he catches the ball and he turns away from, from the hands right here too, and he's able to bring it in. So good job right there from, uh, from P. Ryan for sure. All right. I think this is one of the examples, as I labeled it, um, of Piran conceding his rush a little bit too early. Overall, though, um, I'm going to take a guy who concedes too early versus a guy who, who concedes kind of too late. He's not a guy who's going to dance around in the backfield and, and lose a ton of yardage. He does um, overall do a good job of knowing when to concede and, and just fall forward for two, three yards instead of dancing and losing a couple of yards um, in, the, in the backfield. So gets the toss. He's he's reading the 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 uh, the backer right here, and he sees that his he's he's really reading number seventy two right here as he presses up field. Continues to read seventy two. Continues to read seventy two. Continues to read seventy two. Now, what I would like to see him do on this play, and I'm not going to kill him for it because you know what, maybe he he wouldn't have gotten outside. I would like to see him at this point. His eyes continue to scan. You could see that he just presses up the field and just kind of just takes what's available on this play. I would like to see him press a little bit more outside read 84 as well. Read this backer. Cause his eyes really say locked on to, to, to this back right here. I'm just going to get blocked by 72. I would like to see him come in more control right here and then bounce it outside. Cause I, I think he could have right here. This is again, if he were to press up fielder here, be a little bit more in control of his feet. As soon as this guy comes over, over the top, then bounce it outside. So I think he could have. I'm not going to kill him for it because it, it would really take, like, that's not an easy play to make, to be completely honest. I don't want to kill him for it, but he has conceded a little bit too early. And this the, the backside backer right here um, is able to to fill and make the tackle versus, versus P. Ryan, where I think he could have um, pressed a little bit more outside right here and made this guy come over top and then bounce it outside and, and have a foot race with this guy to the sideline. And there's a lot of room right here. So I, I think he could have... Um, conceded that a little bit I, or I think I did concede that a little bit early on that play power setup blocks okay yeah it's a pretty good run takes the handoff on the power like I said reads the um reads the block this guy is not coming over the top he's staying outside he's gonna squeeze the run he widens out a little bit to set up his block, cuts up field, sees the hole right here, which is a pretty big hole, cuts up through the hole. He and I like that he's you can see his eyes flash outside right here, and he's seeing that the, the crack block is coming right there to the safety. And he's gonna say he's gonna square up the safety right there and be patient. You don't want to see him get too far outside because you don't want to slip underneath of this. So good job squaring this guy up as he's reading this block coming in from the from the receiver. Gets outside of that with that with that high leg. Really hops outside right there and gets outside. Sees the sees the uh, the other defender coming. Lowers his shoulder. Two arms on the ball. As he comes into contact, falls forward, fights for an extra couple of yards. So really nice play right there from from Piran on that on that power setting up his blocks. Especially the one in that open field. The the first one wasn't anything too special, but that one in the open field was definitely nice. Not not being uh, too uh, hasty and getting outside and letting his uh, receiver work on that crack. Tight zone. Tight zone, belly zone. Takes the handoff. 
works to the backside where it's the belly zone is really designed to go to the backside. It's, it's zone blocking, but you're designed to go to the backside. So I'm going to call it more belly than tight right here. Cause tight's really just off the, off the, uh, the a gap off of the inside or off of the hip of the, of the guard out of the tackle. Oh, Jesus off of the center. Like I said, losing the, I'll try to sleep and try to get through this, but that is definitely the center. Um, I might not be the brightest guy in the world, but I do know that's the center. I do know that's the guard. <laughs> so belly zone reads his blocks, gets outside. Now I really like this part of it. I definitely, definitely like this. So it gets to the backside. He knows that his left tackle is going to peel off right here and, and block this um, block the backer. I'm going to call him the will. I'll call him the will. So he blocks. He's gonna peel off and block the will backer. I like that he widens out right here. So he's reading. He's reading this, and he has enough. He has enough vision to understand that this guy is inside. He's a hat inside. He's a hat at outside. So how is he gonna widen him out to get inside of this of this B gap? He can't just press into that hole because then he might stack him and push him into him, and there's not gonna be a lot of room for him to squirt through this this, this B gap right here. So he widens him, widens him, breaks inside of it. Really, really nice right there. It, again, in, in a short area to be able to, to, to decide that he's going to hit this gap. When Does this look open? Obviously, no, but he's reading hats. Inside, inside, widen, and then get inside. Really nice play right here. Widen, get him inside. Works through uh, kind of just the bump right there from the, the, the uh, defensive lineman. Sees this guy working downhill. Hips open inside. If his hips are open that far inside, he's not going to be able to get back uh, to the inside. Or sorry, if his hips are open that far outside, he's not going to be able to turn to get to the inside right here. So he drops his hips a little bit, not too much, not really at all. Two arms on the ball, hops inside of him, and falls forward for an extra yard or two. So uh, good job right there, setting up that block for sure. I really like that play. Sets up block vision, 24 out of 35 plays. Right, another power. Again, similar to last, similar, similar to last play. He's really, or, or not one of the other plays, not necessarily, this is power, so it's obviously different, but a lot of space right here, but he doesn't know if he's going to, if this, if this linebacker is going to declare outside or inside. So he stays patient right here. Sees that the linebacker is, is, is widening out. Hand on the on the pulling guard, cuts inside of it. He, he doesn't. He's not too quick to cut inside and him work out. Uh, to the, the linebacker react inside. He's not too quick to work outside. The linebacker try to work to get to the outside. He lets the block develop. He lets him declare. Gets inside. This guy's working over the top. This guy's work and then this linebacker from the backside safety whatever he is is working over top. Sixty one is underneath of him. Cuts underneath and inside of that. Doesn't really pick up much more yards because of it, but I, I like in his open field decision right there. Helmet hits the refs a little bit too right there. That probably hurt his form. Um, so good job overall. I, I definitely like his his patience in the backfield to let his block set up right here. He doesn't declare too early, which is forcing the linebacker to make a decision where the linebacker is in a much more tough position than, than P. Ryan is, but he doesn't want to, again, declare too early and, and kind of not take advantage of his block. So good job setting up his block right there, working back to the inside. Um, next play, something out of nothing. By the way, 
just look at myself in the camera. Some people say I look like Sam Donald's younger brother. One, I'm older than Sam Donald, so I'll be his older brother who looks like a baby because that's just the traits I got. Uh, again, looking young when you're my age is not necessarily good, but when I'm 40 and I look like I'm 30, um, it's a good thing, unless I just age really quickly and I don't take advantage of those years, <laughs> which is probably my luck. But I don't know if I look like Sam Donald. But that's, that's, that's something I've seen multiple times now in YouTube comments, but whatever. I guess It's better than looking like a... Cleccio Semele or Jonathan Harrison or uh, Vlad Dukas or wh whoever else have been really ugly Jets. All right. Toss to the outside. Reads his blocks. Gets the toss. Immediately, he has quick pressure from the, from the A-gap. This number 67 gets back to it again. Quick penetration. Everybody's flowing hard to the play side right here. What does he do? He reads that. Continues to widen. Again, you don't. He, he has really nice patience. You don't. You don't want to see this and break right inside because then maybe these guys get get inside as well, which I doubt because they're they're defensive linemen. But he continues to widen, drops his hips. I would like to see him get a little bit quicker inside right here in terms of his uh, in terms of his feet. So when he's doing this, when he catches this this ball, I would like to see him shorten his strider here, and and drop his hips a little bit earlier because you see how he drops his hips, and it and it takes some extra step to get inside. So you'd like to see him explode inside now where he, that left foot has to take an extra step. So this is not the cleanest break inside. I would like to see him shorten his strider here um, and be more prepared for that cut instead of hopping into it, having to take two steps with that left foot. Again, you see how the left foot is pointed inside. His hips are not going to be able to work through that. So you want to see him drop with that foot opened already and get inside, but he's not necessarily in control of his feet right here. He's able to get inside and, and burst up field again, just little criticisms. They got to criticize the little stuff because it's the little stuff in the NFL that matter gets inside of it, cuts up field through a pretty big gap outside as he sees the linebacker. Obviously he's cutting up field right here because this is the open gap, but he's going to see this, this, uh, the, the safety, whatever second level player uncover. Cuts inside of him, lowers his shoulder, two hands in the ball. And even when he's falling down, you can see his legs continue to churn for, for more yardage. Good play. Okay, this is, I say, decent route, ball tips. He's in the bottom. I like this route. Um, not necessarily, like, versus a guy who's not a linebacker right here. You can see that his shoulders are high. So you're expecting a break versus a linebacker. You have more leniency to run not the cleanest routes. But what I do like about this is good break step, like B-R-E-A-K, not B-R-A-K-E. So I, I like that step. Now, maybe he's lunging into it a little bit too much. Actually, I would say that. So I think that could be a little bit more powerful. But I really like that dr this drive step. You know how I, I always talk about the drive step getting underneath the frame? A lot of running backs would, would have that, that first break step and then their drive step would be really far outside of their frame and they're going to round this route out. Maybe the linebacker gets his hands on. But I like the tightness of his break right here. Getting that drive step under his frame right there is really, really good like that. Now the ball gets tipped at the line, but he is open on the slant versus that, uh, the, the safety, the linebacker, whatever the hell he is. It's so hard to tell. It looks like a linebacker. He's a pretty big dude. Yeah, he's definitely not a safety. I would not call him a safety. He's a linebacker. But... So it could have been cleaner in terms of, okay, we'll, you know, throw some more power into that step and be a little bit more powerful with that break step. 
um, and be a little bit more, uh, sell his shoulders a little bit more downfield. But really like that drive step, like I said. Gets inside, ball gets tipped. He was open right here. He would have made that catch. So, solid route. Could have been a little bit better, but he's a running back. So, I think overall, definitely solid route running. All right. Avoid penetration. Um, let's see what goes on here. Zone split. Okay. So, yeah, the zone split, the fake jet sweep, just creating some misdirection. Leave the email unblocked. That's what, that's what the sifter's job is. Um, number 76, obviously does not do a good job right here. He gets backdoored. Piran takes the handoff with a guy right in his face. Drops his hips. I'm not sure if he opens up that left foot. He's able to get outside. I can't really see that foot right there because of the, the running back. Now, I mean, because of the, the guard. Again, is this the most sudden and clean break? No, it's not. But he does a job and he gets outside. There's, there's guys who would, who would drop right here, get their hips and their feet completely under them, and just shift outside where he has to kind of hop outside and, and backpedal. So it's not the cleanest break, but he's able to get outside that quick penetration. I like that. Gets outside. A stiff arm. We'll show me into the stiff arm no, on 20. Hops through that uh, leg tackle and gets outside uh, to the sideline. So for what looks like a first down. Yep. Okay, so it's first down. Again, really quick penetration on the zone split. Hop outside. A lot of guys, that's a 10-yard that's a gain right there or so on what easily could have been a loss. Um, so good job getting outside right there. P. Ryan Reed hats. This is when we start going to broadcasting. This is from like highlight tapes. Or not highlight tapes. This is from like just, just reps that were on YouTube. Uh, broke down the film. Now here's some of the um, YouTube angles. Takes a handoff on the zone. I don't want to call it exactly, you know, whether it be mid zone, inside zone. I don't want to declare that definitely because I can't, I don't, one, I don't want to watch it a billion times right now. And two, with these angles, it's a little bit harder. So takes the handoff, reads the hats, hat outside. He doesn't want to be here because this guy's a hat outside and he's in a fill. So then he reads, he, I think his eyes, his eyes are going to flash inside, most likely. Eyes flash inside, hat outside of the center. So he's going to cut back again. So one cut, one cut back because of the outside, this, this outside hat. Upfield, or his eyes are going to field. Hat outside, inside leverage. He's going to cut upfield again. Nice flash to this guy. He's going to continue to work upfield. I like that. At least it looks like it. Powers through the arm tackle. You see how he's coming into contact. Drops his shoulder and explodes through right there. He's not, he's, not, he's not taking that contact. He's bringing the contact to that arm tackle. So I like that right there. Works through, works through. Continue, hops through the tackle, the, the leg tackle. Or his, 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 at least his arms go to the legs. He's carrying guys. So play in full speed. Reads hat one, hat two, gets upfield, lowers shoulder, explodes through, works the arm tackle, and continues to work upfield for, again, a solid gain on second and seven. Now it's third and two, really manageable third and two. Good job by, by P. Ryan. 
long TD run. All right. They do like a pinfold on the backside and zone on the front side of this play. Cuts to the interior gap. The interior gap is obviously open. Takes the handoff, reads the outside, reads this guy, who is obviously his hips are open outside, so he's going to cut inside of that. He doesn't want to cut through this gap. Now, he does end up tr like kind of tripping right here, or I'm not sure exactly what happens. Looks like he looks like he trips, or either that, uh, maybe doesn't trip, but I don't think he expects the quick contact right there from that backer because 60 he he squirts out of 61, so he tries to get outside. Now he takes on this contact with not ideal situation. He's obviously not he doesn't have a ton of power um, because he's not expecting this contact. He just lowers his shoulder, and his feet aren't really set for contact right here. It's, it's again, it's not ideal. But he's able to take that contact on, bounce outside, and then just break outside of this guy for the, for the long touchdown. So um, huge, huge play versus, versus Auburn. Um, we'll watch it again from a different angle. Pin and fold on the backside. Doesn't expect 33. And again, I'll show it. Reads this inside. So he gets inside of that. He's reading 72. Doesn't expect this quick uh, contact from, from 33. Takes him on a non-ideal position, like I said. 33 is lower than him, but he's able to have power through that contact right there and shuffle the outside. Changes his angle right there. Breaks another arm, uh, arm tackle, leg tackle. And uh, runs for, what, like a 70-something yard touchdown right there. So, good job. Play 30 of 35. One back power, long run. All right. To the left side. Pretty nice for a guy who doesn't have necessarily, you know, like I said, I don't think he's a 6'4 player. I think he's a little bit faster than that. So one back power. Is patient to the hole. He says he sees that he's he's spilling. He's gonna get to the outside. Again, hats. Hat outside or hat outside, hat inside. So he's gonna cut through that B gap. And a good job widening right here too. He doesn't he doesn't attack this so so early where this where this guy who's 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 uh who's uh spilling is gonna get an arm on and this guy's not gonna scrape harder over top too quick. So good job of him widening out a little bit right there, cutting inside, short short uh stride shuffle right there. Good job. Sees the DB on his on his hands on his knees. He just he just trips. <laughs> Panics a little bit right there. Gets inside of that. Good long speed. He's checking that safety, the cornerback, whoever it is. He accelerates past him and, and up the field. Long touchdown. I'll play it from the beginning. But good job reading Hatch right there and bursting through the, the hole, the hole that he's afforded. Again, is he a blazer? Is he Tariq Cohen? No, but he, he definitely has like functional speed to be an effective running back, in my opinion. I think uh, I like to have a uh, maybe I'll become friends with the Jets running back. I need to become friends with Jets offensive lineman and become friends with the Jets uh, running back. Who else I need to become friends with? Maybe tight end. <laughs> but we have we have Marcus Coleman for secondary players, so maybe even tight ends he can he can handle. We have Westerman now for hopefully defensive tackles, DNs, outside linebackers, maybe middle linebackers, but I need to expand my horizon. Maybe be friends with a middle linebacker, a tight end, a running back, <laughs> offensive lineman, a quarterback. I have some other guys who could 
like uh, who came on here that one time for quarterbacks. Um, Mark Schofield, like my second show ever, came down to break down like a freaking hundred plays of Sam Darnold, which I appreciate him for. So, um, and I think the, my first show ever, so I had my first show ever with TOJ Film Room. Not my first show ever. This is breaking down film first show ever. Uh, that's not necessarily true either because I was breaking down film with Nation. But first show for TOJ, did it with like Scott, like something about off-season crap, whatever, talk, the, one of the shows that everybody else does. And the second show I did was with Mark Schofield, uh, breaking down quarterbacks. And we recorded like two hours um, on Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater and McCown or whatever that show was ended up not recording the entire show and I, ta- I messaged him like hey man I'm really sorry uh could you do it again you know that two hours went to waste and he actually came on and, and did it f- uh, with me so I'm sure he doesn't listen to the show but shout out to Mark Schofield good dude uh recorded two hours twice because I was an idiot and didn't record <laughs> the first one because I guess as I was nervous as like my, my second show doing film um at least for TOJ so fun little story uh 31 absorb contact all right, so they run. Um, he runs the hitch on the top of the screen right here. They run the they run the the hitch with the, like the slot fade. Good feel for where the contact's gonna come from. Obviously, ideally, you're not gonna spin inside. If you if you're gonna spin inside, there's gonna be more guys pursuing from the inside. You you want to spin outside. So good job spinning outside, feeling that that uh, the the cornerback, the linebacker, wherever the hell he is. Again, good job. Good job going top heavy right here. When you're when you're when you're lighter on your feet, you're going to be able to hop through more things. If you're if you, if a lot of your weight is on your toes, when they contact you in your lower body, it's going to be harder to work through it. So you want to stay light on your feet. Um, so good job playing light on his feet. Stiff arm, drops his shoulder, hops to the leg tackle, accelerates forward for the touchdown. Good job. Couple of plays left. Three, four, four plays left. Press inside, burst outside. All right. Don't really care what the run play is. I don't feel like going over that. Uh, could be like a belly belly zone, tight zone duo. I'm not trying to read all these hats right now. Takes the handoff. Accelerates outside. He's, he's, re- he's reading, obviously, blocks right here. He's outside of 14. Not a good job by one pressing up right like that. Anything this is this is on one right here. This you have linebackers who are gonna, who are who are going to fill. Um, if he's the cut up field right here through this gap, you have you have him. You have him. He's going to get tackled. One gets pre- he he presses inside. And this is this is what I should have said at first. Good job pressing inside to bring one into there. Because again, if he was just a cut outside right here, one works over top. He knows this guy is working inside. He knows his tight end right here has outside leverage, so he can cut outside whenever. So good job pressing inside, which brings number one inside. Not a good job by one, but uh, Piran is able to manipulate him, get outside. Obviously breaks towards the sideline right here. Not, not a tough decision. Works upfield right there. Big gain. So good, good press inside right there to set up uh, that DB, whoever he was. Not a good job of the DB. That's not. That's a negative play for him. But all right. So I labeled this duo. So I'm gonna trust myself. All right. Looks like duo. You have the quick penetration right there from the four eye. A little bit odd right there that this left tackle didn't work right down to him, and then uh, you have the tight end down blocking. So you have the quick penetration. 
drops his hips, opens up his left foot, gets outside of him. Now, his hat is inside right here, but this he's getting carried outside. The DB is outside. This guy's falling down. This is a big gap. You could you could read hats. You could also you obviously also read where the guy's going. It, it, just because his hat's inside doesn't mean he's to cut outside. You have to read both the 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 way they're moving plus the hats. So um, good job reading it. Cuts up field. Touchdown. Two plays left. Block on a flea flicker. Okay, yeah, I remember this play. So he's gonna get the handoff right here. Or the, the, the yeah, the handoff, and he obviously pitches back to the quarterback. Flea flicker. I really like this block though, and this awareness from him, and it's little, um, but it means a lot. I I, I, I stopped the recording there, so I don't care what he did. So I like that when he takes his hand off, he's he's not he's not he doesn't have tunnel vision. Just okay, hand it off, throw it back to the quarterback. I like that he's he, he scans. You're gonna see his eyes. He he notices the pressure coming right here um, from that DB. All these guys are locked up in the middle. He's reading us right now, so he, he knows that there's gonna be pressure. It's gonna be from the outside right here. Pitches the ball out or pitches the ball back. And you can see immediately as he pitches it, he knows where the pressure is most likely going to be from. Turns outside, picks up that guy. If he doesn't do that, what happens? It, now it's a sack and you just lost six, seven yards. But because he has, a, he has the awareness to read this while he's, uh, you know, taking that fake handoff, pitches it again, immediately gets outside, picks up that block. Really, really good block right there. He saves that play. Now it's a you know a first down instead of a you know, a five six yard sack right there. Last play, counter OF touchdown. Again, oh oh yeah okay. So this is really good and for a few reasons. Counter OF reading his blockers. Spill. This linebacker here, in my opinion, should not be spilling this. He should be fighting to the outside right here. Again, inside pursuit. You want to see this linebacker get outside. Um, but he does not. He works to the inside. Not a good play by that linebacker. P. Ryan reads that, gets outside. Inside hat, him working to the outside. Accelerates through that hole. Now you have uh, the DB come in contact with him at the you know, seven, eight yard line right here and try, he's trying to drag him out of bounds. Really good power from Pirine right here on the sideline to, to, to carry him into the end zone and awareness of the sideline too. Look how, I have to move this for me, but look how close his feet are to getting out of bounds right here. Again, that's, this, is just, this is just lower body power. This guy is, is hanging on him. And he's able to reach forward for that touchdown. The ball pops out, but it doesn't matter because he, he already crossed the, the, uh, the plane. So really good power. And look how close that foot is right there. This is the closest we're going to get. That's the closest frame. Do you see green grass between that toe? I do. <laughs> that's, that's, that's close as it gets, though. Um, I'll play it at full speed. So good job reading hats, getting outside, bursting through the hole. Again, he is pretty, his top end speed might not be the best, but he's like, you see how smooth he is like, through changing angles? How he carries his speed, I, he's, he's, a, he's a smooth runner with, with good contact balance, with good power, with good vision, good route runner. He's a really solid all-around guy. So I, I like Pirine. Again, maybe McFarlane or whoever might be a more explosive guy, but in terms of being an all-around guy who could do everything, I like Pirine a, a lot. Um, he might not ever be 
Ezekiel Elliott or Den- Derek Henry, who are guys who are really excel at, you know, well, Zeke is a really all-around guy. Zeke is a Zeke and Barkley, and those guys are like they're unicorns. But um, he might not ever be one of those guys. But he he could be a one A one B. You know, I, I like his chances of being a guy who's going to split the load with another guy more than a guy like McFarland, who who might just be a guy who gets five carries a game and explosive type plays, which is hard to rely on, like Trenton Cannon type guys. Which I'm not comparing McFarland to. Uh, P. Ryan. I'm hoping I'm using the right example because I think McFarland's a guy who everybody wanted, but um, I like P. Ryan a lot. Again, good player right here. I read the strengths and weaknesses. Um, now, how much car- how many carries does he get in year one? I'm not sure because of Gore, because of Bell. Uh, I think Bell is going to have a much better year because of obviously the line being better. Um, Donald stepping up, less less loaded boxes for Bell to run against. You have Gore, so where does he exactly fit in? How many carries does he get? I'm not sure. I don't like projecting. Um, you're expecting Bell to get 200, 250 touches. Um, does P. Ryan get, you know, three, four, five touches a game? Maybe. Um, but I, he's a guy, he's a developmental piece for the future. Next year, you're most likely not going to have Bell, even though I'd like to have Bell next year. You have uh, Bell and Gore developing him. Uh, he might be the two, he might be the three. Not a huge deal, but the Jets did need a, a running back. Um, and honestly, I, I like him as that 1A, 1B for the future, maybe not this year. Um, but their, their running back room is, is interesting right now. I heard some of the Devontae Freeman rumors. I don't believe that to be true. Um, still, I don't think they would bring in Freeman, Gore, P. Ryan, and Bell. I just I don't see it. I, I think that's, that's BS. So I think their four right now is a competition between Adams, who they signed. And they're going to put him on his practice squad, I believe, but then they thought somebody would poach him, so they actually kept him on the active roster. So that's a sign that they like Adams. And they have uh, Kenneth Dixon, too, who – he had a severe injury in 2019, but 2018, his rookie year with the, with the Ravens, he was pretty solid. Like he has like 5.4 like yards per carry, uh, had a severe injury in 19. So if he bounces back to that injury, him being another number four, if he's healthy, is it going to be an interesting battle between Adams and Dixon? Um, but I, like I said, don't. I think the film shows that P. Ryan, not a, he's not a slow, plotting guy who can't make plays. He made some good, damn good plays. So um, solid film. Uh, like the pick, I like the player. I mocked him a couple times to the Jets because I, I like his his all around ability. Um, so thumbs up on this guy. We will be back, or I'll be back in a couple of days with uh, Hall. I'm not sure what day that will be. Maybe maybe Monday or Tuesday, depending on how quick I get the film out. 37 plays of strictly film, all 22 angles of him, which again you're not going to find on YouTube anywhere. Um, I don't think anybody else did a breakdown of him who has access to his film. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'll be back with Marcus Coleman. Again, if you appreciate the show, or if you appreciate the show, um, if you enjoy the show, if you are on YouTube, obviously like and subscribe. There's a lot of people who watch on the website because they get the Vimeo full video um, instead of watching half of it on YouTube. Again, it's six bucks a month, fifty bucks a year, or fifty bucks a year. If you can't afford it. You could, I think, on the website it actually says you can email Robbie Sabo and you can work out a price with him. Like, listen, there's a guy who email us the other day. I'm not giving out names. He's like, Oh, I can only afford $20. Okay. Listen, if, if that's the truth and you really can't afford the, the price, we'll give it to you for 20 bucks, you know, but if you're going to be a, excuse my French, but if you're going to be a douche and say you can't afford it, but you can, but you want a lower price, don't do that. But if you're really in struggling a situation right now, and you can't afford it. Uh, email Sabo at, on the website and then we'll see what we can do for you. Obviously we're going to see if we feel you're legit. If you're like, Oh man, my, 
I crashed in a train and a bus flipped over my house on fire. I can only fight a four or $5, you know, then I'm not, probably won't believe you, but, um, subscribe, like if you are watching on YouTube or the website, Vimeo, go to the podcast app. Again, the more reviews and stuff we get on there, the more ratings, the more we get out to people, the more, uh, to be frank money we get, the more upgrades we make to the website. Uh, we're, we're the app. We have an app, uh, or that should be up in a couple of days, uh, where you're not gonna have to go to the website and type it in. You're gonna have an app on your phone, click on it. You're gonna be able to see the new stuff, get notifications, et cetera. So all that stuff costs money. So, uh, the more subscribers and stuff helps. I appreciate everybody who's been following me since jet nation radio. Um, it's been years of podcasting from jet nation to, to TOJ to do more film to now jets X factor from TOJ where I think jets X factor will be my, my home for quite a while. Um, so I appreciate everybody drop those ratings and reviews. Uh, I sent a shirt to one of the listeners, uh, Joe Olivo who's a big supporter of the show. Sent him a shirt at 75 reviews. I will be doing a, another free t-shirt and a free year subscription. So drop uh, ratings and reviews and you'll be entered into the randomizer list to get the, uh, the, the, the free uh, t-shirt and the free year subscription. So that's like $70 value for just, uh, you know, your chance at that, just going to the freaking website or going to the, to the podcast app and dropping. I like the show five stars and you're entered. Like that's all I need. Um, so I appreciate everybody. And I'll see you back in a couple of days uh, with the review of Bryce Hall with Marcus Coleman.